Have you ever gone to a presentation and thought, you know, I can read for myself. I really don't need that guy up there to read every word that's on the slide. I can do that myself. In fact, I really don't need him at all. Not at all. Just give me the stupid thing and I'll be done with it and I won't have to sit through all this garbage. Ever felt like that? Ever thought that? Just sitting there in the presentation thinking, this is just taking too long. This is going on and on and on and on. Well, your audience thinks the same thing. Your audience is aware of that and they're thinking the same thing. They're thinking, you know, geez, this is going on too long. And maybe you've been in a presentation where you started worrying about that. You can almost see that go into the audience's mind. It's going on too long. Blah, blah, blah. Why am I here? I could read for myself. And then maybe you get a little nervous. You start thinking, oh, geez, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing making this presentation? Am I making the right presentation? And maybe you start panicking thinking, I'm losing them. I'm losing them. I'm losing my audience right in front of my eyes. I don't know why. I can see them. It's like they're kind of fading away from me a little bit by little bit. I'm not sure why it's happening, but it's sure happening. You ever been in that situation? You know that, that panic that comes over you as you realize that it's just not going well. That somewhere along the line you missed something. Something didn't happen. You didn't catch it. And because of that, gradually your audience is kind of fading away, moving away. And there's not much you can do as you kind of sit up there on the stage just feeling all alone, all neglected, and having a really difficult time up there. You ever felt like that? In the audience? You ever felt like that on stage? Well, the problem is there's a certain basic bunch of things you're doing wrong. And because you're doing one thing wrong, probably you're doing the next thing wrong. Because of that, you're probably doing the other thing wrong. Because of all that, the whole thing just kind of blows up in your face. You don't know why. It just all kind of tumbles on from there. But it doesn't need to be that way. A presentation doesn't need to be a bore. Even if you're using slides doesn't need to be a bore for your audience. It can actually be interesting, engaging, pull them in, get them along, get them doing things, provided you're doing a few basic things. Once you understand what these things are, you pull the audience along. You get them going along with your presentation. And I start thinking, okay, there's something here. I better pay attention. I better make sure I know what's going on. And it's simple. It's a simple thing to do. It's all about getting started, like getting started on the right foot. You get started on the right foot and all of a sudden everything goes. One foot falls the next, falls the next, falls the next, because you've got that right foot going. And it's that simple. Once you understand certain basic process of presentations, then you have a new sense, a new reality, a new confidence about what's going on. It'll also set you apart. All of a sudden you'll be, you'll be different. 
People won't know why, but they'll think, yeah, that, that guy that's doing the presentation, that gal, she's different. She's better. Somehow her presentations are better. I can actually sit through those things and not bore the stuff out of me. I can actually sit through them, and they're interesting. They're engaging. They pull me in. There's something about them that really, really works. So today you're going to find out about that. What really works in presentations? What are the mistakes people make right at the very beginning? How you can make sure you don't make those mistakes? Just to make sure you're getting down the right path. The kind of the big picture of what a presentation really should be. How to make those presentations hum, engage the audience, you start thinking, okay, yeah, there's, there's something here, there's something I want to pay attention to. It's all about making those presentations start off on the right foot. If you've ever given a presentation, you know quite often there's a presentation required and sometimes people will say, uh, just send me the presentation. Send me the presentation. And sometimes people want to use presentations and they just say, well, you know, after, afterwards, after everything's over, I'll send you the presentation. You'll get a copy of the presentation after I'm done with the presentation. The idea being, you're going to give the presentation, and afterwards, they're going to get a copy of that presentation you gave. So you're thinking, well, Jesus, they're going to get a copy of the presentation I gave. I better make sure I get everything in there. So you get a very dense presentation. A presentation looks a lot more like a lecture than really like a presentation. And that's a problem. You want to make sure that your presentation is not your handout. Your presentation is not your handout. So two separate things. There's a presentation you give with an audience and there's a thing you hand out afterwards or hand out before. Sometimes they require something before. The presentation itself is what you're going to build a little bit more going forward. I'll talk more about what that is, what the presentation is, but the important thing is what a handout is. A handout has everything on it. Absolutely everything on it. But that's not what you should be showing up there. Maybe you're thinking, Tim, of course I want to have everything on it. Everything I talk about should be on there. Well, if everything is on there, then quite frankly, they don't need you. If your presentation is such that you just give the whole thing out, then once you give out that, once you get that, that hand out, you're done. That's it, really. There's no need to have you. They can read through it on their own. They don't, they don't need you. You don't add anything to it. So if that's what the presentation is, all the words up there, they don't need you. So, if you're giving a presentation as a handout, you better make sure there's a little something different about at least you being there. There has to be a reason for you. There has to be a reason for you, the presenter. Otherwise, just email them the handout. Create a handout, email them a handout. They don't even need to show up. They don't need to bother. If they feel like reading through your handout, they will. And if they don't, they won't. And that's the way it goes. But you see that the presentation is different, more than a handout, because it has a person, a living person. 
And there are things you can do as a person that you don't get in a handout. There are facts you can create as a person that you're not going to create in a handout. So if your idea of the presentation is a handout, then just give the handout and don't show up. Don't bother. But if the presentation is more than a handout, then go ahead and hand stuff out. And at the very end, hand everything out. Here's all the stuff we covered, everything all the way through. But that's not your presentation. The presentation, the slides you have up there, it's not it. There has to be a difference. What that difference is, I'll talk about in a little bit, but for right now, just get that idea that there's a difference. There's handouts and there's presentations. Ideally, the handouts are done after the presentation. Give the presentation, then give a handout. Sometimes they're required to have them before, which is annoying, but hopefully, usually, you can say, here's my presentation, and then there's a handout. And sometimes you hear people say that. Don't worry about taking things down in the presentation. I'll give you a handout afterwards. Cover everything. That's fine. But just make sure that there's a difference. Your presentation is your handout. They don't need you. You don't need to be there. The handout will do just fine. So there has to be a difference. Make sure there's a difference. Sure slides with something different about them than just the handout. And when you do the handout, make it very thorough. Here's everything all the way through we talked about. But people should see the handout as something extra. And they just saw the presentation. They don't need to see those slides again. They should see something a little bit different than the handout. The handout should be, oh, okay. Here's kind of laying it out much, much more in depth. It's a presentation. It's not a handout. All right. You're thinking, okay, Tim, presentation is not a handout. I get it. So handout afterwards, presentation before, fine. They aren't the same thing. They're completely different. All right. Okay, so what is the presentation for? And that's kind of important to figure out, right? I mean, <laughs> you're given a presentation, you want to know what's it really for? What are you really doing? What should really be on those slides you're putting up there on the screen? What should that whole thing be? You really want to make sure you you get that. To get that information covered, you get that hand that done, so people get it and they say, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I know what that is. So what is a presentation for? What really do you want to have up there on the slides? Presentation is the bare bones of your speech. Presentation is the bare bones of your speech. That's it. So when you have that presentation of the slides, they shouldn't have everything in it. It's everything in it. It's the handout, and as you already know, presentation is not the handout. Handout goes afterwards, presentation comes before. So the slides should simply just kind of cue things up. Slides are like cues, they're the bare bones of your speech. They're very basic things. And because of the bare bones of speech, people looking at those slides should not be able to figure out everything going on in your speech. So someone just comes in and they just see the slide and can't hear you. They shouldn't say, oh, okay, everything, yeah, whatever. Remember, if the slide is if your your slide is basically a handout, they don't need you. So slides you have a little bit of 
ambiguity, a little bit of mystery about it, a little bit of, oh, what's that? What's that? Now, if you have major points to make, of course, you're the slag and the points on them. Fine. But not everything. So the slide is just the bare bones. Here are the points, okay. But there's more to it than that. It's more to it than just the points. A lot more. And maybe you have questions. Here's a bunch of questions up there. So people look at your slide. Your slide should be actually a tease. Slide is kind of a tease. It's a bare bones of your speech. Very basic stuff there, but also a tease. You look at the slide and think, oh, what is that? Hmm. What's going on there? I wonder what that's about. What, is the, what does that slide mean? So slide's purpose, really, is to be interesting, is to be engaging. That's why some people just put pictures. Put big pictures up. Because it's the bare bones. Okay, the picture. The picture's a thousand words, all right. Put a picture up, boom, you got a thousand words. What do those words mean? Not exactly certain. So the audience looking at the slides is okay. All right, that's interesting, I guess. Not quite sure what that's all about, but okay. The slides become kind of a tease, the bare bones of your speech. And I kind of tease into what you're talking about. So people looking at the slide get more interested in your subject and want to find out more. Slides should kind of pull them in and make them think, oh, I want to find out more about that. How does that work? I want to put all this stuff together. How is this going to happen? And if the slides are bare bones, you speak, that's what happens. Okay, all right, I, here's a point, point, point. Yeah, but, but, but what's the larger picture? Where is this going? Where is... Where is all this stuff? Where does it happen to? What, what's going on with it? And that's really it. You want your audience to be receptive, interested, engaged, and questioning. And the slides set that up beautifully. So you have your slides right. Get your mind, your audience thinking, oh, what's this? And what's uh, that? How are these things going on? And that's the sort of receptiveness you want to have in your audience. Think about what is all this stuff? That's the big deal. Because your slides are the bare bones of your speech. Alright, now if you've been following along, you know that uh, presentation is not a handout. They're two different things. The presentation, a handout, just quit, go away, go home, don't bother. And you know that the slides are the bare bones of your speech. Just the bare bones, kind of the, the, the outline, the large points. Here's a point, here's a point, here's a point. But they get the audience curious, they get the audience interested, they get the audience engaged. So you're thinking, okay, well, all right, slides are not a handout, so slides are something different, and the slides are kind of the bare bones of the speech, so they kind of tease the audience, get them interested in things, okay. Um, but there's a lot of stuff missing now, you're saying. A lot of stuff that's, that's not up there, a lot of stuff that's not presented and is not happening up there. Well, where are they going to learn that stuff from? I mean, what's going to help them figure out what's going on if you don't put everything up on the slide? The answer is, 
you fill in the details. You fill in the details of the speech. The speaker fills in the details of the speech. And that's really it. Some people put everything in their slide because they're afraid they aren't going to remember things. I'm not going to remember all of that. So I want to make sure everything is on the slide and then I just read it back to the audience. Again, if your slide is simply something you read back to the audience, the audience doesn't need you. Everybody in the audience out there is thinking, I can read myself. I don't need you to read to me. However, if all they see are a couple of questions or a couple of points, and that's all that's there, they'll automatically turn to you, the speaker, to fill in those details. And we're thinking, okay, I get the points, but how do these all fit together? And that's where you come in, speaker. That's where you got to know what's going on. We'll be thinking, Tim, but the reason I fill out the slides all that way is because, you know, I, mean, I want to make sure all the details are right. I don't miss anything. Well, here's the good news. Your audience has no clue what you're going to say. So as long as you're saying something up there that relates to those points up there, they're going to be fine. And you're going to be fine. So well, what if I miss an important point? Your audience will never know. But I will! But that's okay. What really matters is your audience gets the big point you have and sees what all ties together. Now that's your job as speaker. Now if you're thinking, I can't remember all that stuff, that's the job. Remember all that stuff. And maybe if you have too much stuff to remember, there's too much stuff up there, okay. But you better know what those slides are about. So the slides should kind of cue you. Just glance at the slide and think, oh yeah, we're talking about this. Okay, I can fill in this and fill in this and talk about this and talk about that. Ideally, you know something about what the heck you're talking about in the slides. If you don't have any idea what's going on in the slides back there or why those slides are even being projected up there, find a different speaker, not you. Because clearly, you aren't ready to present anything. You should be aware of what your presentation's about, the main points, why they're significant, how they all fit together. That's your job as presenter to know all that stuff, to learn all that stuff, to figure it out. And then you explain it to your audience. So your audience looks up there, sees a couple of points, read them. So there are five points, five snaps. It's pretty much how long it takes to read five different words. They turn to you. Say, okay, I read the words, now what? What does this mean? And you, as speaker, fill in the rest of the things. You fill in the details. Say, well, the first word has to do with such and such, and here it goes. The second word's important here, and they all kind of fit together like this. That's your job as speaker, to make sense of the presentation. Now, a handout can cover all that sort of stuff. When you're up there, speaker, those slides, those should just tease your audience enough to say, well, I'm interested in this, let me find out more about this, and your speaker provide them more. How you remembered, who knows? Some people just write it down in front of them on the screen and just use it as a prompter. That's fine, too. Remember, speaker fills in the details.
when you're giving a presentation, you want to make sure you got three things going on. First most important thing is a presentation is not a handout. Presentation is not a handout. Presentation you give, ideally before, and then you give a few things on there, you talk about what's going on, people get it, and then you have a handout which is all the things spelled out. But the presentation itself, the slide you put up there, doesn't spell out everything. No, no, no. Not everything. Because the presentation is not a handout. There has to be a difference. Handout has all this stuff in it. Presentation is very little in it compared to the handout. And if you don't want to give a handout, fine. It just means people have to take notes during your, your talk. But if you don't want people to take notes during your talk, you want really to focus on you, give a handout afterwards. It covers everything in it. But the presentation itself, no. That's, that's not what it's for. Because the presentation is the bare bones of your speech. Presentation is the bare bones of your speech. It's just, really just the basics. Just the basics, high-level things, so the audience looks at it and thinks, oh, okay, yeah, here's a bunch of points, I see how they kind of tie into that theme you're talking about. So what? You turn to you, the speaker, and say, so what? And you, the speaker, tell them, what? Get to that in a little bit, but the most important thing is, they say, so what? So what? Okay, yeah, all the points there, fine. It's not enough. I don't get it. I don't understand how all this stuff fits together. So, just looking at your presentation itself by itself, you always may be a little bit confused. It's not the answer they're looking for. It's not everything. It's just something. It's just enough to make them think, hmm, that's interesting, but how does it all work? So the speaker fills in the details. Speaker fills in the details. Presentations get them interested, the slides get them interested, fine, but the speaker will fill in the details. So it means really important. You've got to kind of know what you're talking about or have your own, start reading your own handouts before. You're the speaker, that's your job. People look at the presentation, they should glance at it, get it, and then turn to you and say, okay, so what? You should say, what? Here's how it all fits together. Here's how all this stuff works. Here's the first point we're talking about, why that's important. Second point we're talking about, why that's important. All the way down the list of all those different points. Why each one is significant, how it affects the audience, how it affects you, how it affects everything, how it all connects together. That's the speaker's job. Showing all these things interconnect and, and become one. So the speaker does. And that's the big thing about a presentation. If you go up there and you give a presentation, and it is a handout, and everything up there is up there, and you just start reading the slides, a whole lot just thinking, don't read the slide to me. I can read this slide by myself. And a little bit after that, the audience starts thinking, I don't need you. Just email me this presentation with all the stuff out of here. Fine, I'll take a look at it if I want to. But I don't need you. You're annoying. You're bothering me. You don't add any value here. So you want to make sure it doesn't happen. So make sure your presentation, your handouts are, are different. That it gets people thinking. They look up there and they think, oh, okay, yeah. And once you start doing that, when you get that presentation, and get that presentation and they're thinking, there's not a hand, they'll start paying attention. They're so used to the presentation being that having everything up there, when they glance up there and say, well, everything isn't up there. There's stuff missing. 
I'm going to have to pay attention to that guy or that gal to figure out what the heck's going on. I'll be shocked, surprised, and maybe even secretly a little bit happy. There's actually a reason they should pay attention to what's going on. I suppose what usually happens, well, they don't need to pay attention, it doesn't matter, and it's a bunch of nonsense anyway. But this time, they really have to pay attention. And then, your audience is pulled in. They're engaged, you're engaged, people are happy, you look good on stage. Their audience is getting something out of it. They tell other people, hey, here's a great presentation I had. It was really interesting. They had this great hand it afterwards. Most importantly, the present presenter was engaged and pulled me all the way through. You'll feel confident, certain of yourself. You look out the audience and thinking, they're, they're really interested in it. They're really getting this stuff. They're really learning. They're being transformed. And that's the great thing about it. Once you understand these steps, you can look out in your audience and see them being transformed right in front of your eyes.